Hi guys, welcome back to the Supply Media Podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about the movie 1917, directed by Sam Mendes. So this movie, just straight off the bat, I think is an instant classic. It is absolutely incredible. I can't believe I didn't see it in theatres. I had planned to go see it in theatres, but I couldn't actually line up my times with anyone to go see it. So I just thought I'd wait for it comes out to video on demand. However, I really wish I saw this in theatres. I imagine it would have been just so much more immersive than it already was. Now, just so you know, this will have spoilers. I mean, the movie's been out for ages at this point. So if you don't want spoilers, come back after you've watched the movie. Now, this movie, two young guys set off to basically deliver a message because of the phone lines have been shut off by the Germans. And they've basically set up a trap to kill a bunch of British soldiers. Now, this is loosely based off someone that Sam Mendes is related to, but I don't think it's, you know, like a true story per se. Now, the acting in this movie is absolutely incredible because, as you know, this movie is sort of supposed to look like a one-shot. Now, it doesn't look like a one-shot in the same way Birdman looked like a one-shot. So, Birdman 2014, the camera was almost like a character in that movie because, like, especially as the camera went down the hallways, it sort of provided this sort of artificial momentum to the movie, whereas this movie just feels like you're some sort of extra dimensional being that's sort of watching real life events and you're sort of floating around the situation you can't do anything to intervene or help or anything like that but you're sort of forced into the situation by just pure presence which lifts the anxiety levels of this movie just incredibly high i felt anxious the entire runtime of this movie like right from the start i already felt anxious because it starts off with him you know just sort of sitting next to a tree that's all peaceful and he's instantly interrupted from that point forward i could just feel the movie increasing in intensity and there's this sort of incredible score but it's sort of low-key at the same time it's sort of like uh, captain america the winter soldier the dark knight where to sort of create tension there's this just sort of aggressive sort of tunes and synths and stuff that's going on in the background that sort of lifts the hair on the back of your neck and then the only time it sort of ever gets grand is in the amazing scene where roger deakins has the lights going over the top of the set and the shadows and oh god it's incredible like that sort of 10 minute clip surely was what was just submitted to the academy and he instantly won his oscar like Oh, I cannot believe people are that talented at filmmaking. It's just unbelievable. And it makes me so depressed that I can never be that creative in my entire life, no matter how long I tried. But like I said, the acting in this movie is absolutely flawless. Now, obviously, the uh, scenes are stitched together by CGI, and there's only one sort of hiccup where the CGI looks bad, where he jumps off the bridge after the scene I was just talking about uh, into the water, and it sort of changes his natural sort of momentum down to the water, so you can really tell that it's CGI. However, everything else is very seamless. But at the same time, I think the scenes are still extremely long, like minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes long before they're stitched together because I was sort of not looking out for it, but I sort of realized every time that, oh, that's obviously been stitched together there because the screen's gone black or whatever, so, you know, something like that. But the acting in this scene from every single person who is sort of part of the core cast or an extra is phenomenal. So normally with extras, you know, you sort of notice how bad they are because they're just random dudes who want to be there. But all the extras were on point, and even as the camera moved. So there was this one scene right at the beginning as they're first walking through after he's been notified about how his brother's about to walk into a trap. And the camera moves through a crowd of people while the two men walk sort of on the other side of the crowd. Now, quickly then, the camera has obviously changed from behind them to in front of them. And you see where the camera would have gone through, but all those extras are sort of standing right in that area. So the extras have moved without you noticing and then moved back as the cameras passed through them, getting ready for the next shot. And I thought that was just brilliant because they only had, you know, a few seconds and then they had to get into character straight away in which it looked like, you know, they were naturally there and they were just standing there and nothing had affected them or anything like that. Now, a really good twist in this movie is that who you think is the main character is not the main character. So he dies so early on, the guy from Game of Thrones who throws himself out the window, Tommen. He dies so early on and he dies because he's compassionate. 
they pull a German soldier out of the plane and care for him. And what do they get in return? He gets a stab in the gut. So I thought that was absolutely just heartbreaking that he dies because he's such a naturally nice person. Because the other guy recommended that they just shoot him straight away, but he said get in some water. So when he does die, I thought the movie was sort of in a bit of a hard shape because, you know, there's only half an hour into the movie and this one guy is going to have to carry the rest of this movie. I thought it was going to end up to be a bit like Dunkirk where technically it's brilliant, but the characterization obviously isn't there. However, Sam Mendes avoids all of these problems that Christopher Nolan, you know, he intentionally did, but all of these characterization problems are avoided because he sort of set up the groundwork so early on. So they sort of threw in a few things about this guy. You know, he didn't want to come on the trip. We asked him, why did you have to pick me? After he's already been blown up and beaten up and bruised within the first 15 minutes, and now he's going to have to move on with this, and you know, he's doing it purely out of a sense of duty. At least with the other guy, you know, he had that sort of extra motivation of family. However, this guy is just doing it because it's, he's got a job to do, and he's going to go all the way through it and not give up, and he's just going to follow his sense of duty and what is right. And believe me, he pays for this. Gosh, the amount of stuff this poor bastard goes through. So first off, he luckily gets a lift. He then gets off because the bridge has been taken out. So this is where he starts going through that uh, destroyed city. He starts getting shot at. He even gets shot at in the head when he's fighting with that first guy. Uh, his helmet saves him. But he runs into this uh, woman who is caring for someone else's baby down the bottom of this house. And he cares for her by giving her supplies, even giving her some milk for the baby. It just goes to show that these characters, even faced with this just just absolute sense of dread, are still putting other people ahead of their own interests and being compassionate in this terrible, terrible time. Which further adds to his character that he's just doing this purely because he thinks it's the morally right thing to do. And it's absolutely admirable, really. One of the most gut-wrenching things I think this movie had to offer was the scene just as he's coming to the end of the river. And you see all the tree debris that's been put into the river from bombs or explosions or whatever it might be, has created like an artificial barrier in which all the dead bodies that have then been disposed of or fallen into the river have then started creating blockage for all the surface debris. And all these bodies have just piled up at the end of this river getting blocked by a tree and they're all decomposing and they're blue with their swollen tongues and he's got to climb over them just to get out on the side. And after he gets out on the side, he just breaks down and he's finally, you can see, had enough and he's just absolutely cracked it. Because it's not just when he's crying. He then gets up, starts walking away, starts walking through this frankly beautiful forest, but finally meets up with his assignment. But he is so buggered by this point, he doesn't even realize that he's met up with them, and he just collapses next to a tree. And the only thing that gives him his energy back is when he finds out that he's actually caught up to them, and he's met up with the fourth wave platoon. And then through another incredible scene, has to fight his way through the soldiers in front of him, and then he even runs out into no man's land to cut out the blocked area of people, and he eventually gets to Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange himself is there. He's able to deliver the message, he's able to call off the attack, and he meets his brother, and he finally found him, and he's got to tell him the heartbreaking news that his brother is dead. Oh god, that was hardcore. I didn't quite cry, but I really got in the old emotions. This movie, from beginning to end, had me completely invested without one lull. The pacing was perfect. The cinematography was perfect. The directing was perfect. This poor bastard, Sam Mendes, had to go up against Parasite this year. Like, why did you have to pick 2019 to release this film? Like, oh, any other year, and he would have just cleaned up at the Oscars. But he just didn't pick the right year. So, unfortunately, only Roger Deakins was able to be awarded for the amazing effort that this film was. Overall, I'd give this movie an 87 out of 100. Absolutely brilliant piece of filmmaking.
Thanks a lot for watching, guys. Click like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps me on the YouTube algorithm. But dislike the video if you didn't like it. Tell me what you thought of 1917 in the comments below, and I'll respond to you. Thanks, guys, for watching. See ya.